Well, I guess it's better late than never, folks. We are back on the air once again. Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. A little late this week coming at you for our next uh, episode here with, uh, of course, my co-host and partner in crime, Obed. I am Sherm. Um, you know, hey, life comes at you fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you might miss it, as the once uh, famous Ferris Bueller once said. But hey, we're here. We're back in action. Obed, what's going on with you? I'm living the dream, man. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on this lovely Sunday morning. Yes, uh, yeah. you might be late, but uh, just right on time. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and uh, you know, it's a beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, just you know, Halloween is tomorrow, um, uh, which is which is always fun. Uh, we got we got an NFL game going on right live right now in London, which is nice. Um, yeah, so I hope everyone's enjoying their uh, Halloween weekend. Let's get into it, Obed. Before we get into our, our sports talk, kind of going to get you on the side of the entertainment side of what's the word entertainment. Um, Adidas finally announced the other day they have, they have terminated uh, their partnership with the with the effort, with the famous and little wild and crazy Kanye West or Yay, if you want to call him now. Um, they're just the latest of brands to cut ties with him over his anti-Semitic remarks. Balenciaga, Vogue, J.P. Morgan Chase, um, Gap, even his Instagram account got suspended uh, at a point. Um, this is like I said, after the Kanye West, Kanye West made some uh, disparaging remarks, of course, against the Jewish community, which is just hate speech. Of course, never should never be tolerated in any in any sort of fashion. But I mean. Kanye, he's been in, in the tabloids, you know, in the, in the media for quite some time now. And, you know, now that his whole Yeezy brand is pretty much gone, what what do we get? I don't know what to ex really expect from him now, man. I don't know if he can recover from this. What else he's going to do? Because Adidas, Adidas I mean, owns the rights to all of his design work, all his footwear and everything like that. So they can pretty much still make the shoe just without his name on it. You know, so I'm and I'm, now that gap has kind of terminated their agreement too. I don't know what's next for him, and, and if he can even restore his own image. Yeah, you know, the more you think about it, every time you're you're reciting these things that are going on this downhill slide he's on, I just think of Antonio Brown, a person that we know has CTE, and mm. you know, I don't know if I'm comparing the two because you know the there's a book. I think it's the man who mistook his wife for a hat, which really goes in and details uh, just a way to understand mental capacity issues, right? Like when people are not in their faculties, when people are not, you know, we we know you're in there. Mm -hmm. We know you're you're a person, you're a human being, you're walking, talking with everyone else, but clearly something is wrong, right? We've had people make pleas on his behalf. Um, and now really he's the, the, what's your remark about like, what's next? Uh, I think it's a lot of apologizing because the people mm -hmm. around him who probably are depending on him to be a billionaire, mm -hmm. uh, are going to have their issues. If he's, he's now shaking the tree over things that we all as adults agree are wrong right that we all agree that these are not the kind of things you should be thinking about others that uh, some of these things are just flat out conspiracies you know that have no validity to them and the doubling down of it you know like uh, the ever in the just so it's out there yes he wanted out of this deal for the reason mm -hmm. that he stated because they've already started making shoes that feature what looks like 
Yeezy oh, true. inspiration. Yeah, and like then, the slides and stuff. Yeah, right, 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 right. So, you know, it's clear that he is not, he, he was running around on the success, but didn't seem to have his numbers and books in order because it just it doesn't make sense that Kanye West wouldn't own, right? Like it's a it's a very old hip hop artist thing to do to not own your masters, right? Mm-hmm. To not own your own your actual music, Ooh. right? Yep, yep. Um, and so his him not owning the product is for somebody who is building an empire, who is recording a documentary about himself in the process of building that empire. Yeah. You know, wouldn't understand protection of his assets, or wouldn't have people around him who would advocate on his behalf to mm. put, you know uh, to advocate for his assets. To me, it just seems like it's a combination of him failing himself and others around him failing him too. Yeah, and it's it's kind of having an impact, you know, across the board, um, not just in the sneaker community, but also in the sports world. Um, it was announced that the uh, Celtics guard uh, Jalen Brown and Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald ended the, uh, their uh, partnership as well with uh, Donda Sports, as the HDB formerly started by you know owned by by Kanye West. So they're no longer part of Donda Sports, which I thought that was kind of pretty interesting that, you know, they even said, you know what, we don't even condone his actions, you know, what he's you know, kind of doing and saying and things like that. Um, but, I mean, as far as the uh, sneaker world is concerned, the sneaker industry, I mean, this is, a, you know, what, like a $4 billion industry, first and foremost. I mean, this sneaker, the sneaker industry is huge, huge, and it has been for the past few years, especially with resellers and, and resale sites, uh, you know, like StockX and GOAT and things like that. Right. And now the fact that Kanye is no longer part of it, because literally those some of those sneakers were just selling just because Kanye had his name on it, you know? The shoes are ugly. Yeah. I don't care. The shoes are ugly. <laughs> I don't, so, I don't yeah, care how much they a, lo- a lot. A lot of people agree. They just don't like these Yeezy sneakers at all. Um, And some of them are just, yeah, god awful. But people literally buy them just because Kanye's name was attached to it. It's almost like when people buy the Travis Scott inspired Jordans. Like, the but Travis Scott inspired Jordans actually look good. Let's let's <laughs> okay. As a, as a, I am not even going to say that I am a sneakerhead by any yeah. means compared to the average sneakerhead. Yeah, um, but the, at least the Jordan one, uh, the Travis Scott Cactus Jacks, Cactus Jacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, Some of those Cactus Jacks those are yeah. pretty fire. There's a there's a yeah. women's run coming out, a women's edition coming mm, out. That, yeah blows the men's edition away i'm sorry they have like the green <laughs> olive with the black it's it's wild too okay, yeah, so, yeah but but but, uh, but well, yeah. yeah 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 so i mean like and now the fact that you know this is not going to be available anymore i feel like sales on his uh, previous releases will skyrocket they will be worth so much more it's like when remember kanye first started with nike then he went over to adidas and his those nike Yeezys, they go for thousands of dollars just because they're no they're they're not available they're no longer any because they'll never be re-released because he ended his partnership with nike so now that adidas has ended his partnership with kanye like they'll never come out again so to speak you know with his right, name right. on it yeah the 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 value of them will just skyrocket you know so like i say supply I be- and demand I, I i i believe you i just think it's an ugly shoe and i don't think it's worth the money that it costs yeah. Uh, I think that because now he doesn't control the rights to it, Adidas is going to knowingly know that or knowingly operate and they have in releasing mm. brand wear that looks like the Yeezy, but it's not as ugly, right? Mm. Like he was probably advocating very hard for his designs to be his designs. And that was like, great, you're not Basquiat, bro. These shoes are not hitting right now. You know, like these, the maybe people are into that wild, extravagant look. I don't, he was trying to sell tattered $400 t-shirts. 
who has the kind of money to wear a tatter for in a, in a garbage bag? <laughs> no, facts. Facts. People were saying, yo, wait, wait, is the garbage bag the outfit? Yeah. Like, no, no, it's inside. Oh, it's, it's, that's the product. Wait, that's, that's the product? That's yeah. the mind of Kanye and, West, bro. And uh, so I just, and, and anybody, I don't know. I just don't believe that it was one, the fact that his financial future was not protected by owning the product right that he doesn't have the rest of the product just shows me a failure in the system around him because clearly that there's something not great uh going on within him that he needs the right people around him and he doesn't have the right people around him um i you know i think that i can't i don't know if that spells it out for everyone but you know you'll hear that in your life as you get older that we all need a little help. We get by with a little help from our friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know who Kanye West's friends are. But those maybe are he needs, his inner circle needs yeah. to be a little bit smarter about, you know, about uh, how they, guess, organize his future endeavors, so to speak. Right. You know? Support him. Support him in those endeavors. Support yeah. him in those. And, you know, hey, listen, I'm, gosh, guys, I can't really go into my life uh, <laughs> on the air here for, for obvious purposes. But I could say that we all make decisions in life and mm-hmm. it's good to have those people around you that help let you know if that was a good decision or not you know because Facts. maybe those things don't represent who you are and they know have known you for so long that they can say hey i don't think this is part of your character i don't mm. think this is part of how you presented yourself to all of the years that i've known you mm. so like maybe think about these things that's going on around you mm. see how that changes you know, and move from there. But gotcha. Yep. Uh, well, let's keep it rolling, Obed. Uh, let's get into this, the uh, sports topics here. Let's start off with the uh, Major League Baseball. Um, as everyone knows, the World Series has officially started uh, the, the other day. It is the Philadelphia Phillies playing the Houston Astros. Philly beat San Diego in five. Houston actually swept the New York Yankees. I'm happy about that because I am a Mets fan. So I guess get to, you know, Talk a little some so with all the Yankees fans out there. <laughs> um, a little some. Yep, yep, a little jab jab right there. But uh yep, series has started. World Series has started. It is tied to one apiece. Philly taking that first one, and I think Houston won uh recently won the last night. I think it was yesterday it was. Um yeah. I, I got I what well, Houston is what this is over their fourth World Series in the past six years, which is just which is a, which is crazy. I know they'll always be, you know, have that label as as cheaters and things like that from back mm. from a couple of years back, you know, with the whole trap being the trash cans and right, things right. like that, you know. Tipping players and yeah. You know, for tip, calling out pitches and things like that. But you know what? I mean, that was years ago. This is now. So I mean, that was one year. They're obviously doing something right within that organization to keep going to the World Series. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and Philly, I don't think Philly has been to the World Series since they won it back in 2009, if you uh, believe that's correct. Um, um, but Houston, uh, I feel like they have the pitching. I know Bryce Howard is having a solid year. Um, he had that big, uh, that big home run in Game Five for the for the Phillies. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Yeah. Excuse me. But um. I mean, this is the time where I think he needs to show up and show that he is the superstar that he is. This is a two-time NL, NL MVP in Bryce Harper. You know, he was with the Nationals forever. The year, the year after he leaves the Nationals, boom, they win the World Series. <laughs> with the World Series, right? Which I thought yeah. that was hilarious. You know, yeah, like, oh, big, you know, middle, big middle finger, big middle yeah, finger. Yeah, yeah. But um, now he can say, you know, if he comes out with this victory, he can say, you know what? All the, you know, I proved all the doubters wrong. I am that guy, you know, to lead yeah, right. to to a, to a chip. So I'm going to take the Phillies in this one um, just because, you know, more so of an East Coast guy than right. anything else. 
Uh, so I will take the Phillies in this World Series. Like I said, even though it's tied one apiece right now, uh, so now it basically turns out to uh, best of five now instead of best yeah. seven. So uh, I'll I'll take the Phillies. Yeah, I'll take the Phillies too. You know, uh, you know, being in another situation with them down five nothing um, is is scary, kind of you know voodoo-y witchy crafty that, that <laughs> something's going on in philadelphia because both the sports teams the big sports teams are doing really well i think the mm. flyers were in the stanley cup i don't know maybe maybe something like that um but uh yeah i'd say that they've got listen this is a team that can flat out play you know i i didn't really think much of one i don't think much of philly philadelphia as a place in general um mm. but like <laughs> these guys are a resilient roster and you bring up Bryce Harper, who is playing well for them and has played well for them. Uh, young star out of Washington. You know, you're talking about he left and then they won the World Series. This guy rooted against the Capitals because he's a Las Vegas. He's from Las Vegas. He's a huge Las Vegas, uh, whatever they're supporter. Their the Golden Knights. Golden Knights. So he's like in the stands wearing the Golden Knights jersey, watching his team, he, the city he plays for, win a Stanley, a Stanley Cup. Like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. My goodness gracious. It was not. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting to just sorry, uh, I'm watching no. uh uh the game that's on right now, this football game, and Jerry Judy just scored a touchdown on a run. You over the Denver Broncos, yep, yep, you know, yep. Fantasy points. Live um, yeah. but no, my I, I will I will take the Phillies in this one as well. I want to say East Coast bias more so. I just can't mess with the Astros and the way that they run their ship. Now, <laughs> me, the irony of me saying that as a Patriots fan, I could understand yeah! that. I'm like, All right. <laughs> but, but, you know, I think there it's it very serious when you're actively cheating in the middle of a game. You're in a, there's, you know how many people are watching this game? And you guys are ba- begging on things? <laughs> like, re- literally during a live game? <laughs> like, At least the Patriots did it off the clock. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no, the Patriots, you do your job. And there's no sleep, bro. There's no sleep, dog. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! It's here about it, about it. No, yeah, we were right. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it is it is pretty wild. It is pretty wild, but yeah, but it's cool. But um, I mean, yeah, the Philly, the Phillies, like I said, this would be their this would be their first start. I think since 2009, if they come out with the victory. But yeah, like I said, I'll go. It looks like we're both we're both going to Philly, so we'll see what happens there in the World Series. Um, quickly on the NBA. Before we get to our football discussion, um, probably one of the biggest, probably, I don't know if it's disappointments or upsets, whatever the case may be, is, is the Los Angeles, the status of the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, Ben, this, now, as we know, the season, the NBA season just started. The LA Lakers, their first five games are 0-5. They are the only winless team in the NBA right now at 0-5. He'll be only every other team has at least won one game. This is a team that flat out just cannot shoot the ball. It's kind of horrendous. Just and especially from three point range. I think they're shooting about 23 or something percent from three from three point range. It is utterly getting ridiculous. And I'm looking at their schedule, Obed. This is gonna get worse before it gets better. Um I mean, quickly, your thoughts on what the status of the Lakers and can they kind of turn this thing around? Because everyone's talking about, you know, Russell Westbrook. And he actually came off the bench in the last game. You know, he dropped 18, but off the bench for the first time in like since he was with the Oklahoma City Thunder, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I what is going on with the Los Angeles Lakers, Obed? They are they are uh they're a lackluster roster. They are an amalgamation of 
different players that one person said would be good that he could win with. And I think that person still thinks he's in his early thirties, not his late thirties with so much more tread and so many, uh, you know, you got to understand, even with these guys taking, um, what's it called roster management low management load manager. Mm-hmm. uh these guys are still playing all the games down the stretch the one thing that tom brady used to talk about is that you know to win a super bowl you got to play like 20 plus games in a year right so you got to play a 16 game season and then you get the bye you lucky you hope, you hope to get the bye and then you play three more games right so there's a lot of wear and tear and the mm-hmm. wear and tear is showing on uh russell westbrook He's at the later stages of his career. He can't run the floor up and down from start to finish. Mm-hmm. He needs to come off the bench. And when he comes off the bench, he's making points. Look at that. He looks fresher. He looks spry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm just, I'm not a brown sexual man. Like this is a, this is a <laughs> roster. This is a roster and you can't win with a roster. You have to win with the team. Yeah. And if you have a team where people are just like actively trashing if people wouldn't, if people, if there were more objection to the way people talk about Russell Westbrook and it actually felt like the team gave about Russell Westbrook, then I think maybe that they could bond and come together and maybe figure out a way to move forward that is successful for them. Mm. But, you know, I don't think Russell Westbrook is the issue if they are dead last in three points made, like three pointers made. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean like, yeah. These, They're literally these, shooting, like I said, 23.7% from three point range right now. They, the Lakers have. They have a 97.1 offensive rating this season. Every other team in the NBA has a rating above 100, and they're on pace to have the third worst offensive rating in the last 20 years. The only the 2012 Bobcats and the 2015 Sixers are the worst. It's terrible because they have a roster. They don't have a team. They have. Uh, they young have, guys they have are a bunch of away for guys that they think they need. Get rid because of Kuzma. LeBron said those guys you needed, mm-hmm. and like get rid of Kuzma. Get rid of Ball. Like. What are you doing? What and are you, you doing? You don't have shooters, you know, and Anthony Davis, hopefully he can stay healthy throughout, you know, half a season. He was <laughs> pulling up lame off of a three for, off of, off of a, uh, excuse me. He had gotten hit with a, uh, somebody gave him a dime, but it was in the air. And because he stretched for it to go get yeah, it, alley-oop. he like, <laughs> Uh, just, just a little jump pass just a little jump pass you know what i want to say he was trying to make points on this he wasn't like yeah jump pass he went, uh, and came wow. back the trainer immediately went over him and started rubbing his back and he looks like he was grimacing and like laboring through that's this why, game right that's now that's why i call the anthony street close davis dude because he's never I mean, in the lineup bro i i don't but but again he's just Maybe what? he's not built to be a workhorse like the old bigs used to be, right? Like he's not a Giannis. He's yeah. not He's not a Tim Duncan. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He's mm-hmm. a very finesse guy, right? And his game isn't predicated around his size and dominating 100% every day on the clock, you know, 72 yeah. games straight, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I, I don't, I honestly don't know what to think about this Lakers team. I, it, with the way it's currently constructed, there's no way LeBron gets another ring with with this squad. And like I said, looking at their schedule, it's it's not an easy lineup. It's not an easy. You've got Denver. They're they're playing Denver again. That's tonight. New Orleans, Utah, Cleveland, Utah again, and then the and then the uh, L.A. Clippers. These, God, they Joker's very going to have a field day with the lakers <laughs> right as he already did you know the other night um yeah. they out of these next six games they could go one and five 
I, I can see them probably beating Cleveland just because of the inexperience, even though Cleveland's an up and coming team, you know, with Donovan Mitchell and everything, they, they're just got the, but they're just inexperienced. All right. I, but out of these six games, I would not be surprised if they went one and five. Maybe they get lucky against the you know the New Orleans is an upcoming team. Zion's playing is playing well. You know he's healthy again. Right. You know maybe they get winning against because that New Orleans game is at home. So okay, maybe Take you go to young kids. Yeah, yeah. You know maybe you go two and four, maybe three. You know three. You know yeah. maybe three. But even if you even if you split it, go three and three. You tell me you're three and eight to start the season, Los Angeles Lakers. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You know, Before we even get into like the sprinting part of the season, right? right There's a right. lot of games coming, and you guys, you know, right. I think baseball, one of the few sports where you can start poorly and still be able to finish strong, mm-hmm. right? You can bring it together, it can start to gel. Yeah. These yeah. guys are going to be way more tired by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, it's not I looking good. It's not yeah. looking good for the West Angeles Lakers, to say the least, for sure. Yeah. yeah I, so I'm not really, I don't know what they're going to do with that team, whether they need to, you know, like, as people say, perhaps trade out Russell Westbrook. Um, Rudy, what can you get for Russell Westbrook? That's the thing. <laughs> what do you? What a way in a minute you're trying to sell me Russell Westbrook, the guy who can't play a yeah. full game, and he can come <laughs> off the bench, and he's going to be salty about coming off the bench. But yeah. we all just need to see the stat line look a little better when he comes off the bench. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Let's get to this college football, Obed. Um, going back to I know like I said we're a little bit behind this week, so going back to week eight in college football. The biggest upset was LSU over number seven uh, Ole Miss. Uh, we thought Lane Kiffin had had the magic sauce, was on a roll, undefeated Ole Miss team. You know, and everyone was talking bad about um, what's his name, uh, Brian Kelly. You know, at, at LSU. You know how. Right. It, and and it, it's funny because I think it was that I think it was that very first press conference where he was calling people out for being for reporters being late to the conference. You know. You're like, oh, maybe why are you talking about being late? Is like, oh, maybe if you win win some games, you know, we won't be late. You know, after getting after yes. losing to, to which, he which he deserved, which he deserved. Yeah, losing to Florida he was, State, right? It's a dance with one of his recruits, and the recruits said, "I'm leaving. I'm going to Alabama." Like, come on, man! Like, you, you, know? you gotta. Yeah. But hey, LSU, they're six now. They're six and two, so they're not all. They're as bad as everyone thought they were, you know. And this is a big win over a uh, number seven ranked Ole Miss. Now you've got Alabama coming up. Uh, you know what this this coming week this coming weekend because I believe they were on a buy before uh, this this past week they were on a buy, but yo this game like I said I thought everyone think you know ooh, Kiffin you know undefeated team you know he's rolling he's rolling it but hey shout out to LSU for coming out with that victory right yeah no I uh, I think Lane Kiffin's team is uh, not good by conventional standards mm-hmm. it's good by college standards uh, it's good <laughs> in the sense of uh, they can score points they can do X Y Z at their will um but they don't play no defense uh and if you can't play the open this game and score two touchdowns in the first half in the first quarter right yeah. uh on the way to only scoring six when you're playing from behind where you think the the situation in the game is you just throw 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 which would benefit a guy like lane kiffin who has alabama experience who has nfl experience you know mm-hmm. um didn't seem to work out LSU yeah. may have figured out what you're doing, maybe because they also have a retread NFL coach over there watching you use NFL play designs and mix in a little college uh, and run around all these kids. But like, I don't think it's ever going to seriously win anything. I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to have it on this roster that's, you know, goes to the playoff. I don't know if they'll ever, they'll go to the playoffs. It takes right. some studs. If they got some, they got some studs, you know, like every now and then got a few popping kids like they used to, like they could have yeah. got a, uh, what's his name? Will Manning, right? Because right, they're from that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, maybe some studs on defense or Patrick Willis, maybe uh, something they could mix some things up. But LSU winning doesn't really make me think anything more of LSU beating Ole Miss. I I just feel like LSU could, could get stomped out, right? Like yeah. just because they didn't get taken advantage of, of by these guys and it wasn't a 41-45 game doesn't mean that's what's going to happen when they play a team like Alabama. Damn they right. play a team like uh, Ohio State. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Speaking of Ohio State, this past weekend, uh, in week nine of college football, Ohio State went into Happy Valley and secured a victory there. Um, the number two Buckeyes steady, pretty steadily uh, got this victory. We're also in the second half. And again, it's, it's, it's a tale of two halves. It's exactly what happened for Penn State against Michigan. They went into halftime, I think down by two, I think it was, against Michigan. And Michigan just straight out dominated the second half, just running the ball. Similar to this game with, with Ohio State, Penn State actually went into the half leading 14-13. to 13, And then even it was still close after three, but then the fourth quarter, Ohio State just opened it up. You know, C.J. Stroud going for 354 and a score. Uh, you know, Marvin Harrison Jr. looks like that dude. Uh, it's it's amazing how Ohio State just breeze these wide receivers. It's it's literally insane. Um, he had ten catches for 100, 185 yards and Harrison Jr. But yeah, Penn State. You know, Sean Clifford threw the two early interceptions on the first two drives of the game, so it looked really dim. But they, you know, the defense kind of kept them in it. But again, you know, this is what Penn State is. You know, they're that middle of the road. You know, that that nine ten win team. You know, who can't some reason can't get over the hump. You know, James Franklin. Still can't get over the hump. I think he's beaten the Buckeyes once or even twice in his, you know, eight, seven, eight years, in his eight years or nine years, whatever what it, what it is. The rookie numbers got to get those numbers up. Yeah. And he hasn't beaten Michigan, you know, um, it, it, it just can't be, can, can't compete with the big dogs, right? All right. It's, uh, it's, you know, you're very, you're, I'm, I'm right spot on there talking about how they went in on a high at halftime and then came back out and were flat. Mm-hmm. They came back out to not have, the same energy, you know, not get any points in the third quarter. Uh, and then, you know, finally pick it up, but during comeback mode, because the teams had, you know, four touchdowns in the fourth quarter, right? Like it's, it was, it just is the dominance of Ohio State. Penn yeah. State is not, again, like you said, this is going to be a, an often ranked team. This is going to be a team that's going to uh, be able to have, just to say you have that consistency through college football is pretty yeah. good. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, but again, without without studs, without uh, without those premier players, much mm-hmm. the same thing as Ole Miss, right? I think you're going to be able to do some things. I don't think you'll have a challenge for a playoff game. Yeah, Ohio State looks like they're on the road, bounce against the college football playoff. Obviously, the biggest test will be against Michigan at the end of the year. They played the big game there. Um, it's in Ohio State, so that's obviously going to determine who's going to come out of the Big Ten there for sure. Uh, right. Let's keep it going to the NFL. Let's do a little Week Seven recap. Probably the biggest news of of last week, before we went into last week's game, was the news out of Carolina where the Panthers traded All Pro running back Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers for a, a plethora of picks. They got a second, a third, and a fourth round pick in 2023 and an additional fifth round pick in 2024, the Carolina Panthers did. This is and this is coming, what, a week or two just after firing their coach. Right. And, you know, I mean, this is it seems like the Panthers are just kind of clearing house, right, if you, if you will. Right. Um, do the But on the other side, obviously, because obviously the Panthers are in a kind of, it looks like they're in rebuild mode. But the 49ers, they get that's a lot of picks to give up. Do you think they'll regret this decision, Obed? 
Uh, you know, I think if you look at it in a macro situation where other teams in the division have also given up their future to balance on being, you know, out in front right now uh, versus the one other team that we know is in a rebuild, but it seemed to have been able to make plays in Seattle and be successful in Seattle, um, which, you know, is a whole other story when you watch Russell Wilson not look good and Seattle then look good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a lot of picks. It's a lot of picks. I, you know, appreciate that there isn't a first rounder in there, but still a lot of picks. Um, I think what happened is that they got into a bidding situation, a bidding scenario, because the Rams were also targeting Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I think the uh, Mm. LA, excuse me, the uh, San Francisco 49ers did win that bid Mm. uh, that uh, by outbidding them, but at what cost, you know, this makes them a solid NFC playoff contender. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about Super Bowl contender, but they just have so many injuries, man. If it wasn't for that, I think San Francisco would be right there. I agree, but like you think of what time of the year it is right now. We still do you feel that they're gonna make the playoffs? I think they could. I mean, the the NFC West is not what we thought it would be. I feel like it's wide open, and I feel like of the injuries across the division. They're getting healthy. They're getting Jason, uh, Justin Verrett back, right? Jason Verrett back this week. They just got Bosa back. You know, like things are, they're, they're not peaking. They're getting healthy mm. at the almost halfway mark, right? Yeah, they're only, they're only a game back first, but behind Seattle, you know, and half a game behind LA. So they're not right. as are. So it's, right. it's not like, it's not, it's, this is not a runaway division, you know, where it's like, you know, like in the NFC East or, or like even elite teams are winning, but in, I shouldn't say yeah. the NFC East. I should say probably more like uh, the I AFC. I would say the NFC East because the only opposition that I think would be to the to the Eagles would be the Cowboys, Cowboys. and they just won that tie that tiebreaker game. Right, mm-hmm. the end of the year is not going to be a tiebreaker because they're going to be out in front by so many points. There's no way they're going to be losing. Well, I, mean, I was kind of look at the NFC North. Even the Vikings are running away with that division easily. Yeah. But like in the NFC West, though, but like like I said, Seattle four and three, LA three and four, San Francisco three and four. It's tied with you know yeah. they're all they're yeah. all in it. Anyone could really win that division right now. Um, obviously we all wait to see what happens right. there, but I mean, I, I still think they can, they still can make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, no, for it's sure. not an easy schedule. It's not an easy schedule coming up for San Francisco, right? Yeah. Like, um, they're going to be tested. You know, I think the Cardinals games, the saints game, they should win those games, but it's not like they're going to be cupcakes. Then you play the dolphins, right? All those games are at home, right? That kind of benefits them, especially it's quite a murderer's row. But then you got to go to Seattle. Then you got to come back and play the Commanders, which their offensive, their defensive line is just full of first-round talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Raiders game, I expect them to win, but could be a little bit of a shootout. They just they have a chance to be in these games. I don't know if they'll, you know, if they go five hundred and pick up, you know, most of their splits. Get a, get one get a are they up on anybody in the division right now? On yeah, they're they're up on Seattle and they're mm. up on the Rams. Mm. I think they could take both games against the the, uh, the Seahawks, especially now the the next time they go and play these guys, they're gonna have uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I can see them getting I can see them getting six out of ten wins though. Right, I can and see then... them going six and four at least. Maybe maybe they lose this weekend to the Rams. Um, Maybe somehow the Bucks kind of turn it around. We're going to talk about them next, you know, something yeah. like that, you know, and maybe lose the Cardinal. But I can see them beating the Saints. I can see them beating um, the Commanders easily, even Raiders, you know, the Chargers, right. kind of a kind of lackluster. But yeah, yeah, 
Um, but it's funny we were talking about how they acquired them from the from the um, Carolina acquired Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. They actually held a gave a dominant performance last week against Ooh. your boy Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This yeah. was bad for this was just a bad look for the Bucks, man. Yeah. And I'm not really sure bad what's tape. what's what's wrong with them, dude. Because I mean, they just looked. This is the first time Tom Brady hasn't thrown a touchdown since like the day before forever. You know, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. He just looks he looks bad. And they got that field goal <laughs> late in the game. Now, granted, they should have had a touchdown early in the first quarter when Mike Evans dropped that wide open pass. But they, this offense cannot do a thing. Um, and I don't know what to make. I mean, we all know the the uh, the impact of the injuries on the offensive line. I get that. Yeah. But there has to be other other alternatives, right? Um, you know, I think I just don't think they're playing together. I just don't think they're doing what works for them. They also had an injury defensively in this game for them uh, that really hurt them. I, I, you know, Tom had 290 yards, but he threw almost 50 passes. A lot of times you throw 50 passes, you, you're probably not winning that game, right? Like you don't want to be, have the numbers that high, not because of the age of the quarterback, but because of the way that the game is probably going if you had to throw 49 passes. Mm-hmm. So you know, if they have an inability to control the line of scrimmage, you know, they're not getting rush yards. They had 46 total yards on the ground, right? Um, if you can't control the line of scrimmage, if you can't, uh, can't, run the ball. can't run the ball, it's hard for you to, and again, inside pressure has always been an Achilles heel for Tom Brady, right? He just does not feel comfortable with pressure in his face and losing your starting offensive, our starting center uh, in Ryan Jensen, losing your uh, offensive guards, around him like it's really hard to overcome inside pressure and what that can do to you i mean he's slinging the ball out there he's dropping dots like don't get it wrong like his numbers overall look good he's not failing people but he's not scoring touchdowns because there's no he he really needs gronk right now and gronk's not coming out of retirement because gronk was like yo i don't i'm gonna take a beating if i go out there and it's just Mm -hmm. gotten worse and worse if the team had been good right now I feel like maybe we would have heard something out of Gronk. Yeah. But Gronk's like, he's making, he's got, he's got commercials out, but he's not on the field that back up him being on the commercials. Right. Mm. So it's like, mm, yeah. it's, I don't know if it's fixable again, another one of these divisions where it is the first place team is going to be the Atlanta Falcons potentially, uh, or it's going to be the Carolina Panthers who are, you know, a rebuilding team right now. Uh, Russell Wilson almost threw a pick. Uh, <laughs> and you're right. And it's, it's hard for me to say that they're just going to go in there and turn it around. Um, because there's more going on here than, uh, than just playing football, right? This is, this is, uh, the people are dealing with a couple of demons here. Um, well, I'm sure we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, right now the, the bucks should be on, uh, on the hot seat. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I don't know if it's just the players, or maybe hell, maybe it's coaching. Maybe it's Todd Bowles. It's funny because they looked a lot different when Bruce Arians was was at the helm, and now it's Todd Bowles. You know, uh, yeah. You look, know, look at his past and with the, with the Jets. He didn't do very well as a head coach there. Now he, right. he came in. I know he was the defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay for a little bit, but right. he wasn't the head coach. And you know, so I think people are starting. People are kind of forgetting they're just always just putting it on the players. I get it. They have injuries. They've had a lot of issues, but still, something to look at. Um, and as we, we were we were talking about the whole Christian McCaffrey thing with the Carolina Panthers and the other side we was the San Francisco 49ers, of course, 
they didn't get a victory either um along with the other you know, bucks there but they didn't they didn't come out with that they looked pretty soft if you will against yeah. the kansas city chiefs well the patrick mahomes did patrick mahomes things the kansas city chiefs beat san francisco 49ers last week 44 to 23 i mean mahomes you know uh travis kelsey and them boys juju had probably his biggest game of the of, of his career if, if, uh, fresh off fresh off the sticks of call of duty yes sir yes sir and and mvs as well too um this Chiefs team looks for real. Um, McCaffrey didn't really get it going too much. Only carried the ball eight times. Um, what did you see out of the out of the 49ers really that you think that he could be like a solid, you know, a solid decision for Christian McCaffrey to be there? Because on the Chiefs side, I think we all know who the Chiefs are. They're gonna go as far as they can, you know, because it, it is Patrick Mahomes. Right. They're gonna pretty much do what they do. Um, I think they're arguably they're the second best team in the AFC behind the Buffalo Bills. Maybe even you know, top, uh, I mean, yeah, like if the well, they did beat them, you know, so and uh, nine times out of a hundred, I think these two teams are going to split at mm. this point. Now, that's the level that the uh, the Bills and the Chiefs are operating at. Um, right. but you know, until they get the revenge, I think it's safe to say that the Bills are better than the Chiefs, right? Right, now. right, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, this is, I think this is the domination of a good defense, if anything. Now, yes, this defense is injured. It'll look a lot different with Jason Verrett out there. Look a lot different with, uh, a few linebackers, people in the secondary, um, you know, key cornerstone pieces and foundational pieces, but this defense has been balling. Stephen has been playing well. Um, I, uh, man, yeah, it's a machine. They're a machine. I mean, mm-hmm. what more can you say? Like the, the 44 to 23 is a beating nonetheless, but you've got Patrick Mahomes going for 400 yards this game, three touchdowns, right? And that's without even uh, needing to blow up uh, Travis Kelsey. Now he did have 98 yards yeah. on six catches, but they didn't need to field the, they didn't blow him up to four touchdowns like they usually do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you almost had three receivers with over with over 100 yards. Right, spreading the wealth around. And that, I think that was the idea. People mm-hmm. are like, oh, you know, is this team better without Tyreek Hill? It's this team is, I honestly feel like this team is the same. Those players around them are just not that good. And that people are throwing out like uh, uh, all of these positive well wishes about guys like Miko Hardman, who like, you know, he had two carries for 28 yards and, t- and two touchdowns, two touchdowns. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. And had one in the air as well. And three touchdowns in this game. And, yeah. and it's, it's, they were, and then one thing is that they were all on jet sweeps. Just the one, the one passing was just that Mahomes uh, tossed the ball to him. That's all it was. Right. Then the thing is they knew that they wanted to get away from a strong inside game that the Seahawks, the, the San Francisco 49ers had by hitting the outside, hitting the perimeter. Right. They were able to do that. They were able to, to effectively do that. Good, good, uh, you know, good for them. But like, this is if if this team were so good with the roster that they have now, why would they have traded for Kadarius Tony? Mm. Like, let's let mm. you know what I mean. That's you know, I'm not saying that they don't feel like they're complete, but we weren't seeing much from Juju to start the season on a lot of targets, a lot mm. of targets to Juju. Yeah. Um, you know, it it ended up becoming the Travis Kelsey is the tight, the wide receiver one in that offense, which he has been for years. You know, and the big splash play guy was Tyreek. The operating as a number one wide receiver, but the offense is running through uh, Travis Kelsey and the quarterback. Um, and so, you know, this is this is going to be a hard game, hard team to beat in the future when they finally have all those pieces. If if Mahomes is throwing that intercepted pass to not a rookie in Sky Moore, but in a second year guy in Kadarius Tony, right, or a Juju who finally found himself or really only plays well against uh, zone coverage versus man coverage. Um, 
you know, they can be, they can be hard to beat, but the fact that you went out and spent draft capital, again, as we talked about teams spending the future for right now, if Kadarius Tony stays healthy and stays out there, that could, he could give them the kind of speed that Andy Reid just that loves deep, to play with. Threat. Yeah. That, I, you know, just, just speed. We, I don't even know about just being a deep throw. He's just a, a, a weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Like he might not be the greatest technical wide receiver. He's not a running back. He's not a quarterback. But he has the ability to do all these things in a package that like, if we just feature it, you know, much like Christian McCaffrey shows up two days and he's out there. Mm. You know, I think I had two two practices he had, and they gave him a playbook, and he's out there and designed runs, designed plays. He's getting yardage, chunky yeah. yardage, yeah. right? So, it's uh, I think I everybody wants to get a weapon. They got a weapon. I think that's going to help even the board. But right now, you got to say that the Bills are better than the Chiefs. Yeah, for sure. Um, another team that's kind of un- is definitely underperforming for sure is the Green Bay Packers. They lost their Ooh. third straight game. They lost to the Washington Commanders in Washington. And this is a game where, again, Aaron Rodgers didn't even have to throw for 200 yards. He just does not – he can't rely on his players. That's flat, flat out it is. They are under – they are a young – you know, not, un, not unperforming players. Uh, I can't even say they're underperforming because they're just young. We don't really expect too much out of them, they're, but they're just not performing at all, right? The, and, uh, you know, go, please continue, please. No, no, no I mean, it, no, if you want to jump in, feel free. Because, but, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is holding this team to a higher standard because he's Aaron Rodgers and this is the, they've had so much success. This Remember, this is the reigning back-to-back MVP, right, Aaron Rodgers, who wins 13 games a year pretty much all the time, you know? Um and now they're already at four losses. This is with three in a row. And they've got a big test coming up this Sunday night, uh, tonight, if you will. And but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. But what, what else, what, what's, what can, what can the Packers really do to kind of turn things around? And the answer is, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Unless you go out and make a big trade, perhaps go after OBJ uh, or somebody like that and, and get Rand Rodgers some help to throw the ball to. That's really all I can think of. Um, You're right. Uh, but I will say this, all of this is Aaron Rodgers fault. I understand using the language of holding others up to a, a higher standard. He was throwing balls in the dirt. Uh, he spends more time, uh, moaning on podcasts than he does connecting mm. with his receivers. Mm. Um, yeah, maybe he should be playing Call of duty with them. Hey, I don't know. If I, he, I, 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 I don't know. Do some ayahuasca. I don't know. However, this guy gets down. So that we know what's going on. You want to play some Monopoly? Play some yeah, Scrabble, right, right. Scrabble, some tiddlywinks. I don't care. Tiddlywinks. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> These guys want to play stickball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jacks, you know, whatever. Right. Like, do he's, something. He's a, he's a, he's, I don't think he's being a leader. I think he, you know, for one to have won the MVP trophy as much as you have, you got to make sure that your stats are good to do that. You don't just win an MVP for your team doing well, right? You've got to come out here and put uh, points on the board, be be making big plays, have things to talk about that you saw in the game and look cool doing your thing because that is is who you are, how you you, um, measure yourself. Uh, But the fact of the matter is he's not playing well enough to look at others and say that they're playing poorly and not take, you know, treat this as a team game. And again, another Russell Westbrook situation. And, but in this case, the guy that everybody is like looking to for answers is really, really good. He just, and he's been this guy. I don't, I'm not surprised that these guys suck, right? I'm not surprised. That oh yeah. Poorly. He's been, I mean, he's, been, been... he's been blanketing out rookie talent around his one guy that he likes to throw to for the last three years 
with with no one saying anything about this and them not trying to bring in young talent that he could mature up like Alan Lazard I felt like Alan Lazard was in the doghouse all the time as opposed to like trying to you know work with this guy and now you do and he's making plays but he could have been there for you last year if you felt the need to throw to him and bring him along when he was out there Mm -hmm. right like and this is something I've always said that if you if you're going to measure Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady you're going to tell me how Aaron Rodgers looks with untested talent versus how Tom Brady looks with untested talent Tom Brady is still trying to work with these guys. Tom Brady is still throwing prayer throws to them. Yeah. It is the best bit. You need to go back to when the Patriots beat the New Orleans Saints in Foxborough in 2000 and maybe 13. Tom Brady's uh, 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 wide receiver core had been decimated. He threw, a, he threw the most, please God, catch this perfectly thrown ball to Ken Brell Tompkins in the back left corner of the end zone. It was caught. Mm. And I went, I lost my shit. Because that that is a very it would it was the it was the only way it was going to get there was for it to be on otherwise it's going to get picked off you know he's out there without Julian Edelman he has like Aaron Dobson I think their other wide receiver uh, was uh, Danny Amendola right like there's just there's <laughs> just a lack of of talent but he wasn't on podcasts or in the media or in on his on uh, TV. Yeah, that, that, that's podcast. Aaron Rodgers for you, though. You know what I mean? And how does that help in the long run? Right? Yeah, like, you're you, right. The, I mean, there's a, gonna, there's a reason why he's only won one Super Bowl. The line is 10 and a half on the Packers against the uh, the Bills right now. They're going to get demolished. Okay. That's what like, I'm, you know, and yeah, that's what everyone's saying. And I, ha- I have something to say about it. Like I said, we'll talk about the games, okay. but yeah, um, yeah, they should get demolished. But yeah, yeah, the Packers just don't look like a team that really knows how to play together. Yeah. Um. Like I said, everyone expected them to lose tonight against Buffalo. Then they'd go on the they're on the road again against against Detroit. They should come up with that victory. They but should. Then, you know. Then you've got the Cowboys, the Titans, and the Eagles. This schedule and even the okay, you're at the Bears again. Okay, maybe you get a victory there. Then you've got the Rams. The Dolphins, the Vikings. This is not an easy schedule for the Green Bay Pack. It's going to get. It's going to be bad. This potentially could be a nine-loss team, which, which means they'll be under five hundred, being that it's seventeen games. This could potentially be a nine-loss team, and it's not looking good for the Green Bay Packers. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I got to agree with you. You know, uh, uh, Aaron's comment about this is usually a couple last week. He's like, this is usually when we get on the roll, you know, start rolling. And everybody just buys into that because yeah, it seems yeah. like something he can manifest. Right, no, right, right. it's they give you the green light to just throw to the guy that you want to throw to all the time. And then you guys start winning games everywhere. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to happen because he's gone because yeah. you didn't want to give up $50 million. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And other news, um, Obed, uh, the New York Jets have definitely have some unfortunate news, losing two players to, to injury. They uh, lost the offensive lineman, uh, Elijah Barrett, Tucker, but they also lost – Star rookie running back Brees Hall to a torn ACL. He's looking. This guy was looking like he was going to be the offensive rookie of the year. They've got a big game today against the New England Patriots, who have some con- possible con- quarterback controversy going on. Um, what's your take on kind of the impact this has going to have on the Jets, and you know where they kind of go from here? Um. Yeah, this is such a tough blow. I mean, Brees Lightning. He didn't deserve this. Uh, too too fast for his own body. Um, I it's a tough loss it is a team that has shocked 
you know, against all odds, uh, their coaches taking the receipts and Robert Saleh, uh, and rightfully so. I mean, this, these, what are these guys at five and two, if I'm not mistaken? The, uh, uh, New York Jets. Yeah. New York Jets five and two. I mean, you know, it's some big wins there against, uh, you know, teams that we just wouldn't expect them to be, right? The Packers, right? They kind of had a scare there against the Browns and pulled that game off. Um, the Steelers, that I think that was an automatic because the Steelers aren't playing well. Yeah, uh, the Dolphins, the Dolphins they come out with because Tua goes down in that game. Um, and then you have to win at the Broncos uh, uh, shorthanded. It's you know, it's been a, it's been a quite, quite the season, quite the season for them. And I don't know if James Robinson comes in and fills that void well enough. Michael Carter, a guy that they like, who's done some good work for them, fills that void enough for what they want to do. You know, I saw Dave Wanstad, if anybody remembers that guy, mm -hmm. uh, uh, talking about, Hey, don't get away from what you're doing. And it is really easy to say, don't get away from what you're doing. That's been winning when you have the talent of Brees Hall yeah. doing those things for you. Right, so, right, right. you know, Thoughts and prayers with him, speedy recovery, quick recovery, full complete recovery. Uh, yep. But I just, we talked about this. I just don't see the Jets making it through this order's row uh, of games coming up. You got the Patriots twice. You play the Bills, go to the Vikings. Then you go back to the Bills again. Here, yeah. It's rough runners. Yeah, rough runners. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely rough for them. And like I said, unfortunate news to Brees Hall, but hopefully he recovers quickly. Uh, Obed, let's get to our next segment, which is you write, you matter. Each of us will, will pose a, a bold statement. Another one will tell us if we're correct or just outright crazy. Oh, Obed, take it away if you would, sir. My man. Uh, yeah, so Sherman, I have a question for you. The New York Giants going on a run is great for morale and culture. Bad for long-term fixing of the team. You write, you man. Um... Obed, I see why you're saying this, so I will say you're right, because they need better draft position, and you need to do that, you need, you have to lose games. Right. So I I will say in the long term, yeah, I guess, yes, you are correct in that sense. Now, obviously, no one wants to actually lose. No. Uh, lose, lose football game, you know, if they want to win, of course, but I get what you're saying. It's because they need some other pieces around the next the New York Giants, and they, and we talked about Brian Dable is probably the leading candidate for coach of the year right now. Yeah, you know, up there with, with Nick Sirianni. Yeah. The Eagles are. You mentioned that last week. That's a good call. Yeah, right. You know, mm -hmm. but because turning this Giants team around, who like no one expected them to be this good, yeah. um, one of these win these games. So and that's fine. That's great for them. But you still need other pieces. You still need another offensive weapon, you know, to go yeah. along with Saquon Barkley. You right. still need some talent on the on the defensive front. Um, right. You know, so I think Your quarterback. Have, we don't know what you have there. Are you going not to quite... re-sign him? Are you going to re-sign mm -hmm. uh, uh, a Steph, uh, Saquon to a huge contract right now? You know. You know, so they're they're right, and that's and I said kind of said this before the even season started. I said, you know, Danny Dimes needs to kind of show up for them to actually be sure that they're going to keep him around. Now they're winning football games. It's like, okay, you go, you know, let's say you go 12 and five, something like that. Yeah. Okay. All right, cool. We'll keep you around. Right. Is, is the production actually there? That's the thing. Right. So, right. but like you said, they in order to have high draft stock, you have to lose games. Yeah. And of course they don't want to lose games. So yeah, I got to say you right. Obed. Um, because they do need higher draft picks to kind of get make this team better, if you will, right? Right, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's what the angle I was taking on that. That it's just going to be hard for them to have the wiggle to do what they want to do with stocking the shut the cupboards when you're coming up on monetary decisions you have to make. 
right? You don't pick up the fifth year option for uh, Danny Dimes. That's fine. You let him play out his contract. Are you even getting things? Well, what are you getting for that, right? Is he mm -hmm. taking a step forward? Is he actually going to give us the Josh Allen bump that people are thinking that the uh, quarterback whisperer in Brian Dable can be? Mm -hmm. um, I just don't know if that's there. Uh, and then you're going to, you're about to pay uh, uh, Saquon a ton of money if you want to keep him in New York. Now, how does that hamstrung the rest of the team to pay him a ton of money? And then, like you said, you got spots on the defense. You've got spots. You have your number one wide receiver right now is literally David Sills, and he's not a number one. He's just the biggest guy out there. Bellinger just got poked in the eye. Uh, and Wandale Robinson is your most your your new Cradarius, Tony. And he's not a big guy, so I don't know how long they can ride him. Uh, yeah, so, you know, I think it's great. I think New York deserves to have a, a champion, right, yeah, and something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know if this is the long-term move that they want to be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obed, so I Please will turn. say, yeah, I will say to you, Obed, um, Tom Brady will not retire at the end of the season. Sherman, I think you're mad. I think things have gotten so bad around him that if if the rumors are to be true that he's getting a divorce right now because he opted to come back he spent like we talked about he spent two weeks with the kids or six weeks with the kids it was like oh i'm going back to football um <laughs> yeah yeah but uh no i mean he's got one year left on the contract but it's i think he came back thinking he could go out on top because he didn't get a chance to go out on top when the team was actually clicking and working last year because he lost to the rams I I want to say that he is going to retire because he's de he definitely once it gets to the like he has no obligation anymore mm -hmm. he's going to realize like he's the the world around him has changed significantly with what's going on in his personal life and how bad the team is right yeah, yeah. is right. it even going to want him I mean I could understand That's them wanting what, him back right because like you said now he has no personal obligations kind of really immediately uh you know as far as that is concerned you know in his personal life but i feel like he's gonna have the time now so you know what i still i got i still got some time left i can still sling the rock a little bit i think he was going to retire i think he wanted to retire on top i think he yeah. wants to retire on top and i think i think he was going to retire you know if, if yeah. things had worked out with him and giselle and all that because you know we want to be there and the family and all together but at this point, I, I think, you know what? He's like, all right, if that's not going to work, I might as well keep playing football until, until, until as much as I can. Now, he did say he wanted to retire at age 45. He yeah. is 45 now. So yeah. he very well could. But I think there is a chance that he, he could come back next year. Whew. I mean, I'd like to see him go out with a Super Bowl. But what that costs and the toll that that's already taken on his yeah. – like, I don't I, I know what it was like to be a young man and don't have this many responsibilities. And now those responsibilities have been there for him. They're getting older. He's only going to have a little bit more time before these kids start thinking about going off to college and the entirety of their lives. He's been the quarterback, right? Mm. They, he, he, he wants to take a time to be the dad. This is the time to do it. Yep. Yep. You know? For sure. For yeah. sure. Let's get into our weekly picks. Obed uh, week seven was actually pretty good for both of us. We both went 11 and three in our picks week eight, as we know, week eight is already underway. Um, Thursday night football, of course, was Baltimore at Tampa Bay. Um, you know, uh, you know, we'll, um, we'll say I, I did predict Tampa Bay to win that game. I was honestly only picking Tampa Bay because they were at home. 
Uh, really, really, that's what it what it was. <laughs> hometown team, hometown team down the road from you. You know, you're not yeah. gonna go against Tom Brady yeah. in your backyard. I can see why you could say pick him. You know, yeah, you know. So that's the only reason why it was. But I think we're going with Baltimore. The Denver Jacksonville game is going on right now. I think we're both gonna go with Jacksonville though, because um, just the Denver's offense just looks really, really bad. And Russell Wilson uh, does not look like the uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback that he once was at at all. Um, you know, and maybe just the coach is just over his head at this point i think it's it could be literally what it is i I think i think it's a combination of of the coaches in over his head because he was just there because that's how they were going to lure aaron Rodgers. uh and you know i think that while he's a very positive person and probably brings good energy for people to like try to rally around uh the fact of the matter is that Russell Wilson is injured. He's hurt. He's got a torn hamstring. You can't really step into your throws with a torn hamstring. This is why he doesn't leave the pocket because you leave the pocket, you take hits, you get hit, you can't play, you know, like he's trying to make it work from the pocket. They're not calling the kind of plays that he needs for the guys from the pocket. Uh, he would have, even in this, in the losing seasons, he would have games where he put up 200 plus yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Right. And if, if they just go back to doing that, does it work? I don't know. He had a couple throws here where it looked like the moon ball's back. They're working better efficiently with uh, Melvin Gordon, but he's not $230 million worth, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he's not yeah. looking like it for at all. We'll see what happens in this one. Yeah. Um, Carolina at Atlanta. I'm going to go to Atlanta, you know, even though Carolina had a, you know, pretty stunning win over Tampa Bay last week, as we talked about, you know, there's just too many pieces missing. Like you, you gave away your, your best player to Christian McCaffrey. You're your your third string quarterback. PJ Walker is still getting the start over a healthy Baker Mayfield. Even Sam Donald's trying to come back too. Both like those guys said, are terrible. Yeah. You know, it's Carolina, like we talked about it before, they're kind of just in their real rebuild situation. Yep. Um, so I'm going to go with the Falcons. Tear it down, tear it down. Going yep. with the Falcons, uh, more so because Chupa Hubbard is out with an injury. So now mm. there's another person that they've lost. Mm. Uh, they're playing for first place in the division. I think Atlanta's going to pull it off. Uh, Chicago at Dallas. Chicago with that impressive victory last week on Monday Night Football over your New England Patriots. Yeah. Um, everyone was shocked about that one for sure. Join uh, club, man. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys at home. You know, Dak is back, of course. Ezekiel Elliott, well, I think, is going to be coming off the bench if it, if it, he plays at all today. Tony Pollard's going to get started running back. Um, but if Zeke does play, it will be off the bench. But I'm still going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. Really more so because Chicago sucks. I mean, uh, let's not let's not kid ourselves here. I don't I don't really give a lot of stock and value to the win that they had in that you're not going to be able to beat every team just running around, right? Like, I think that there's something going on with New England. You know, Dante Scarnecchia, who's a former uh, former offensive line coach, great offensive line coach for the Patriots for like 17 years, uh, was adamant on the radio the other day saying, hey, you need to say who the quarterback is and stop jerking these kids around, right? Uh, currently, and I we, maybe I should talk about this when we talk about New England. I wish it had been the next game up. Um, currently, uh, when Bailey Zappi's playing, he's throwing the ninth most passes off of play action. Hmm. When Mac Jones is playing, he's throwing the 32nd most passes off of play action. You bring Mac Jones, Uh you bring Mac Jones in, you call conservative play call. 
You bring Bailey Zappi in, you call reckless throw down field. That was a beautiful play. And maybe that's play. Yeah, I mean, and maybe that plays into Bailey Zappi's you no know, uh, game. You know, that's what he's used to. You know, going out of Western Kentucky, coming out of Western Kentucky last year, the guy sent FBS records for touchdowns and yards in all in the season. You know, and what was what Mac Jones's chop liver from Alabama playing RPO for so- solid years with some of the best talent out there? He was doing this last year because they were calling these plays. Yeah. He was having big moonshots. He was having the opportunity to move the ball. They would spread out for him. He would be able to take off and run because they respect the pass so much. Yeah, but- why don't you call those things for him if this is an injury thing i get it i understand that but give him the same play calling be it show the show your hand a little bit protect the quarterback with some of this stuff that gets the ball out quick if if sam ellinger comes out here and has a good game this and we'll talk about this in a little bit um we'll see what it's like to give them the reins and let them call the plays they like yeah but so you are going with dallas though 100 100 percent. yeah miami at detroit i think they're both easily the one here miami detroit's just bad overall yeah. easy, you know they'll have their, their weapons back deandre Smith, i think is going to be back today uh and also uh i'm on brown who didn't have a concussion okay. but had a taxia are playing today so he's going to have his weapons right okay all right yeah. but i'm still going to go miami 100 oh, yeah arizona at minnesota minnesota looks impressive too um they're at, they're at home in the dome uh vikings all the way uh, Viking all the way coming off of the off of the couch too. I don't know if they'll have rust, but if there's one person who's uh, who's going to play hard in this game, it's definitely going to be Justin Jefferson. Let's go, Jay Jettas. I need to see a gritty. Yep, uh, New, you know, New England. We talked talked about them quite a bit yeah. at the New York Jets. I'm, you know. I, it's fine. I wanted to go to New England, but you know the Jets. You know, even though, like I said, they lost Breeze Hall, as we talked about before. Uh, I'm going to go Jets here at home, man. Uh, I know, and New England has controlled this matchup for the last. 12 times they've played you know you know what i mean uh yeah. whatever it is 12 12 years even probably yes but uh yeah you know um but i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the j-e-t-s just 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 in this one obed that's fair and i would say 11 years because i'm pretty sure they went to the afc championship game mm-hmm. you know, in like mm-hmm. 2010 or something like that okay. uh we had some battles there the very famous part scott can't wait can't wait you talk know? about us we're not like we're, we're like we're not the third best defense of the league yep yep that means you're still not first buddy <laughs> That's like it, right when yeah. it came out i was like well yeah you just just say you're a good defense so you're, but anyways um no i'm on new england on this one uh just because i you know losing Bruce hall like i said he was lightning in a bottle that you could just, mm-hmm. just you could just throw him out there and he would make a big play you put one foot in the ground cut up field and be gone he's doing the kind of things kenneth walker is doing to see why those two were one neck and neck one and two coming out into the into the draft um i just think that defensively that new england might have enough juice to stop these guys enough juice to keep them in play because this quarterback isn't throwing for a lot of yards. I think he threw for 180 yards last game. You know, Braxton Berrios was their number one wide receiver out there. They're bringing back Elijah Moore, who is an unhappy. He's going to get the grease wheel uh, uh, narrative. Um, if they come out here and play a good, solid game, call a good game, commit to one quarterback and just see what happens, I think they'll be okay. Now, historically, when does when does uh, uh, Bilicek pull a quarterback off of one interception? One mm-hmm. pick? You know, you didn't pull Tom until he had like three of them in a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, against yeah. Kansas City. So. I got you. I think I'm Mac, going to Mac, England. Yeah. And Mac Jones is getting the start today, right? He has gotten the confirmed start. The confirmed start. At the day after that nonsense, and the coach, the other coach came out and said something. Belichick shows up. And he says, "No, this is the this is the starting quarterback. Yeah, Let's just yeah. focus on the game plan." Yeah. 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 Um, the Battle of Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. Eagles gonna Eagles just gonna wash the Steelers in this one. I don't think there's any question about this. This Obed. A hundred percent. I mean, well, so you know, there was talk that maybe uh, uh, T.J. Watt would come back. 
for this game. He's not going to be out there. Um, but you know, this is the same Pittsburgh team that beat the uh the Bucks because they were able to uh able to bracket Mike Evans, right? Take away uh the big receiver that they like in the red zone. So if they're able to take away AJ Brown, I mean, maybe that just means that you're watching Jalen Hurts go off. Uh, yeah. but but you know, I think that this is going to be just a wash. They're gonna they're gonna crush them, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee at Houston. Um, Ryan Tannehill would not be getting the start. It will be the rookie Malik Willis at QB mm-hmm. for the Titans. But Houston's just bad overall. I'm still going to go Tennessee in this one, though. Derrick Henry, too much, too much, too much on the ground game. Yeah, I would say there's way too much on the ground game as well. You know, there's this Tennessee, this Houston team might not even have their starting wide receivers. Nico Collins has a groin injury, and Brandon Cooks might not play because he may be going back to LA um we'll uh we'll see how that plays out if the rams do pull off this trade to bring back somebody they could have just kept the entire time that he was going around the league and having thousand yard seasons back to back to back um but yeah it'll be uh it'll be tennessee in this one yep uh washington and indianapolis gonna go washington um carson wentz won't be playing for the commanders Matt Ryan won't be playing for the Colts. Battle of the backups here. Um, still, we're going to go with the Commanders and uh, Tyler Heineke. I'm going to uh, echo the same sentences, uh, saying the same sentiment. Sentiment, sentiment. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, that, it's, uh, it's, that, it's early. It's Sunday morning. It's, it's early. Sunday morning. Yeah, you know, it's just goodness gracious. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had my coffee. Um, but yeah, no, I, I being in the DMV, getting the chance to watch the Commanders, they look really spry, man. They look like they really want to. Uh, and Chase Young's not even back yet, right? Chase Young's not even back yet, and they, you know they still have Montez Sweat out there, right? They they still have guys on that defensive line. They still have uh, guys in secondary. Taylor Terry McLaurin is probably very happy to have Taylor Heineke back out there. Um, you know Taylor Heineke, little story. Every time he wins, he uses his bonus money to buy a new pair of shoes that is colored <laughs> in the team that he beat. Right. So he has some fantastic Jordan fives colored in the uh, the Green Bay Packers colorway. Um, and I I feel like he could have some Indianapolis Colts colored shoes at the end of this one. Mm. All right. San Francisco at L.A. Rams. I think this is a big one for San Fran, but I'm going to take it Los Angeles being that they're at home. Um, you know, both they're you know, both from California, both California teams, but it's in L.A. Um, I think the Rams need this one. I mean, the San Francisco certainly needs it as well, too. Um, but I just think that the Rams cannot just afford to lose another one, especially especially at home, dude. That's the thing. If they lose another one at home, it's like, man, you guys are just looking bad. But uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Too many weapons on enough defense. The ball can go out real quick to the, to the first dump off, and that dump off will take it 20 yards. That dump off will take it to the house. Okay. Like, you know, so I just think that – it I had the Rams in this game until mm. the trade was processed. Mm. And it's like, you know, when the dump off is Jeff Wilson, you're not as afraid of them. You're scheming him open. No, the dump off is a weapon now that if he gets the blocks, he's upfield so fast and on the second mm. level of the defense so fast that like Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey that, yeah. you know, and then they just already have such other great weapons that it's not, it doesn't seem like it don't seem like a uh the kind of game that San Francisco is going to lose because they've had a week to gel, maybe coming off the couch and then they don't have a game plan for him. Uh, what's his name? Kyle Shanahan has circled this game. He wants this W because he wants to go back to when he was always beating the Rams. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the New York football giants at Seattle Seahawks kind of talked about both teams a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle 
You know, it's in Seattle. If it was in New York, I'd probably pick the Giants. You know, the Giants do look like I said, they're looking like a hell of a team. They look, I I probably should go with the, with New York in this one, but ju- literally just because they're at home, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I, I respect that move. I'm not making it. I'm going with New York. Uh, <laughs> I like what uh, New York is doing. I think the players have bought in. I think they have their wide receiver room squared away and a headache out of the door with Caradarius Tony gone now that they can like focus on what it is 100% they want to do. Um, I think they're, they've got a big hole to fill with missing Bellinger. Bellinger for being a rookie, it's hard to play tight end in the NFL as a rookie. And he plays it, he played it very well for them, scoring multiple touchdowns, being involved all over the place. Um, but I like New York. I like what they're doing. Uh, I get it if it wasn't Seattle, but Seattle's so banged up right now. I think if they can take it now. Actually, you know what? I'm actually switching my pick. I realized, I forgot. Even though DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf excuse me, has that torn patella, but he's actually going to try to play today. Uh, Tyler Lockett is injured as well, to, as well as well as well too. He's going yeah. to try. They can try to play today. Yes, you're right, and I don't think DK will be out there very long because of the knee injury. Right. Um, because so you know what, I will officially be changing my pick to the New York Giants. Yeah, Gosh, yeah. See, I'm not, I just got to keep my mouth shut next time. I'm yeah, just be like, yeah, yes, yeah. I agree. Yes, <laughs> yes. Whatever. You it's say. the injuries. It's the injuries that sold yeah. it on for me. Yep. Um, probably the biggest matchup uh, uh, Sunday night: Green Bay at. Buffalo, uh, we talked about it briefly before. Buffalo should certainly, you know, beat the brakes off the Packers. Don't but I feel like this is like the game where, like, everyone's going to pick Buffalo. Everyone's picking Buffalo all the way. We should win by 20 points. I mean, all of a sudden, the Packers win by like three or seven. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Everyone's stunned and shocked. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm still going to go with the Buffalo Bills, of course. Uh, so let's let's go Bills. Yeah, that's a super coin toss to to if it goes that way. I just don't see Buffalo coming off the coming off of the bench, coming off of the the couch, wanting to reestablish themselves, yeah. coming uh, wanting to be able to come out and say, "Hey, don't forget that we are who we are. Everybody's healthy. Got another week to get healthier." You know, I, I have a feeling that they're going to come out here and make a statement. Uh, I think this has been a good opportunity for them to take a landscape. And again, like I said, the Buffalo Bills are trying to go neck and neck with the Kansas City Chiefs, show them who runs the AFC. And the, the uh, Chiefs took advantage of Buffalo being on the bye and said, we're going to score 44. That's what we do off of our, off of our last game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Buffalo comes out here and tries to put 40 on. Yeah, I hope so. And the last but not least, the Monday night match will be battle for Ohio, Cincinnati at Cleveland uh, Cincinnati, you even without Jamar Chase being out with that hip injury, Joe Burrow's playing lights out. I think Tyler Boyd's going to step up, have a good good game this week with, with Chase on the bench. Uh, Bengals all the way. Yeah, I got to agree with you on that one. I think even though uh, uh, the injury to Jamar Chase, which I feel like they should put him on the IR and just let him get healthy, you know, he's going to miss mm-hmm. four, yeah. potentially miss four games at a minimum, then focus on missing those four games and getting really healthy. Uh, but you know, when you look at, uh, their schedule, while this is by no means a, a hard game for, uh, for the Bengals to, to overcome, Mm. I just want to pull up their schedule here. Um, I think we talked about this when we did the first preview that in order for them to get back to, uh, the Super Bowl, they've got a decent bit of a murderer's row to get through. Uh, no, through this they, tail in this season no i mean yeah the tail but right now you the browns the panthers the steelers the titans let chase miss these four games absolutely right. keep right. him out these four games right. because because after that you've got the chiefs yeah. which is going to be a tough one you're going to need him for that one right 
You've got the Browns again. Eh, okay, maybe eh, sit right. him out again just in case he's right. kind of ailing a little bit. Right. And you've got the Bucks, we thought would have been a better matchup. Yeah. The Patriots, Bills, and Ravens. Three tough take- yeah. Three tough three tough games to end the year. So yeah, I would own 100 percent sit him for the next four games tomorrow, Chase. You're gonna need him against the Chiefs, yeah. probably even play him half half the time against Cleveland, see how that game goes, right. and then bring him back, you know, midway through the Bucks, you know, the rest of the in the rest of the uh, schedule. And listen, they can still they can still shut him down, right? They can see how his progress is during uh, this next coming week. They can shut him down the week of the Panthers game and still be able to bring him back. Uh, I think in time for the Chiefs game. No, he would miss Panthers, Steelers, Titans. No, he would miss the Chiefs game. Okay, yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is so it has to be this week or not. That's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, just, so, or just sit him. Just sit or him. Just, him. I think I think that might be the plan. I think just he's just going to sit. I think he's yeah he's going to sit and get healthy so that they don't lose him. Um, but he's not, he's probably not, he's not going to see the field. I think that would probably be the air, but yeah. And it's like you said, like I, like I was saying, this is, this is probably the best time to do it. Lose. Right. Don't worry about these games. You can win these games without him right. and then have him can. be the freshest guy onto the field exactly. when you play the Chiefs. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you all day. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment. Well, happy to be joining you once again, you know, uh, early Sunday morning here. On what's the word entertainment you know newly uh uh coming late this week but hey like they say better late than never um any work uh, any work for the people will bet before we roll out no just uh listen enjoy these weekends it's gonna get a little colder out make sure you get your your best hoodie on make sure you keep your socks rolled up yep. uh and uh get looking enjoy the week yep enjoy the week enjoy the happy halloween to everyone out there oh, you guys happy halloween. Have, that's right. right yeah have, have fun be safe you know, uh, people, you know, make sure you check in the candy before you eating that, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, you might find something wild in there, like money or, or apparently people are giving away drugs for free, knowing how much the drug industry actually costs. I don't know why we'd give it away for free. But, uh, <laughs> but make sure you check that pass out. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, don't forget to check us out on Twitter, folks, at the WWENT4. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.